0: Science Podcast. My name is Tyler Bublitz and welcome back for the sixth Sunday of Easter for the week of May 6th. Already the May for the year of 2018 and I'm excited to have you here. I hope that you're comfortable. I hope you're enjoying this podcast and I hope you're excited to dig into this week's text because I sure am. But before we get into that there's a couple just quick house cleaning things I kind of want to get into this week. First and foremost I'm pleased to announce that I will be at Jesus Wrote a Dinosaur talking to kids about faith in a scientific age. It's on May 7th and 8th down in edina minnesota at colossal church i will be there if you want to meet up with me if you want to have a talk uh feel free to shoot me a message out to me on twitter or reach out to me via the email uh, some of the people that we're looking forward to this at this talk chris the triplet andy root again i'm super excited to have him there mike McHarg, McHarg Roselle hideo white Along with one of the ones I'm really excited about is Paul Douglas, who is a meteorologist who has been in the Twin Cities for years, and I know some of those names I butchered. But I'm really excited to learn and see what they have to say, see if there's some different things we can kind of infuse from that conference into this podcast, also to make some connections. But if you're going to be there, I'd be more than pleased to meet up with you and to talk with you about some of the things that we've been going through on the podcast. I just want to remind you at this point also that we do have a Twitter. I'm putting out a weekly question. I know this last week, again, we didn't have any responses. That's fine. But throughout the podcast somewhere, we'll have a question of the week. And I'd love to hear what your ideas and thoughts are on that. The second and final quick announcement I'm going to make is my standard plug for Working Preacher. If you haven't checked out Working Preacher, because I'm not an ordained minister, I use it all the time to help give me direction on where I'm going. There's between podcasts and commentaries and discussion posts. There's tons of different things you can find on Working Preacher. I'd highly recommend it. But as we get into the sixth Sunday of Easter, we have some really unique texts and I'm kind of looking at taking a couple different things. We're looking at probably talking about singing which is brought up in the psalm and we're going to talk about also freedoms of a christian by martin luther and we'll get into those in just a few moments but the gospel reading that we have this week is out of john chapter 15 verses 9 through 17 and this is where we get jesus's kind of final commandment to us that we should love one another as he has loved us and that you know these metaphors of laying down our life for one's friend and like you know as we have being on this side of the cross can easily relate to what Jesus is talking about here also talking about how we should care for one another in the community the first reading is out of Acts chapter 10 verses 44 through 48 and I would recommend if you're going to be doing this make sure that you give some backstory to this. I looked it up myself and I feel it's very important. This is Peter being filled with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit going into the Gentiles for the first time. So people outside of the Jewish faith at that point. Or the Jewish, the chosen people. so that, And that's where you pick that up from the few verses before that. So it's Peter, you know, talking to the Gentiles. And them being filled with the Holy Spirit. And them wanting them to become baptized. I'm going to skip over the psalm because we're going to jump into that next. But the second reading is kind of concluding or wrapping up here from first john chapter five verses one through six and again it's this the love that we have is like love like a parent has for a child in this love that then it should be transcending within our brothers and sisters within the community that we have that out of love we should be obeying the commandments and out of love from christ we should be doing these different things and again we'll be getting into that here in just a second but what i want to focus on is psalm 98 and i want to focus purely on the first verse of psalm 98 and again it's this very joyful joyful psalm but i think the first verse kind of summarizes the whole thing oh sing to the lord a new song for he has done marvelous things his right hand and his holy arm have gotten him victory and out of that i want to focus on singing As I was thinking about this and kind of going into this week, thinking about we've had a lot of this kind of, the you know, especially since Easter, we get these continual love passages, these continual love that comes through this. And so when I found singing a new song, to the Lord, it got my brain spinning in a different direction. One, I'm a singer. I like to sing. I've sang for years now. I've sang in front of public since I was eight, ten years old. So it's one of the things who's kind of, it's kind of fundamental and in, in core of who I am. And I distinctly remember in college then coming up with. I had to write a speech and I decided, well, I'm going to write it. I'm going to give a speech about singing. And the health benefits and the benefits from singing is numerous. And again, I'll attach some links in the email below. I'll link these references. But it strengthens the immune system. It's a full body workout when you're working your diaphragm and working these core muscles that seem to be the hardest ones at times to work out. It improves posture and posture is such a big part of singing. Being able to sing uh, with correct posture, improving sleep, reducing stress levels. With the reduced stress levels, you have more mental awareness, less depression. We've seen, you know, probably online the multiple videos of how it's beneficial to like Parkinson's and and elderly care. But the thing that I find that's super important that they're finding more and more of is broadening communication skills, having more friends, and, and building that confidence. Which also in part has you appreciate, which they're going to say in here, the other singers are appreciating other people. You're being closer to other people and you're listening to them. And these kind of all wrap together. If you think about our human history, we, this is really one of the few times in our human history, probably in the last 40 years even, that we've had a reduction in the amount of singing that we're doing. You think about you know Snow White and the Seven Doors that whistle while you work. How many of you whistle while you work? I can claim that I don't do that because I'd probably be chewed out if I was sitting in a cubicle by somebody saying, why are you whistling while you're working? So it's one of these things that we're finding more and more that there's less singing going on. There's less less of using that, that gift. And it's something that our bodies, as we've gone through history and as we've gone through, look at Scripture, how much especially in the Psalms, but King David playing the lyre, we were musicians. We were designed to be musicians. There's studies you can search even on your own but you don't even have to look that hard where they have found with chimpanzees and different and, and apes using tools to make music make some type of instrument is being argued where they're banging on things for communication isn't that part of what singing is is the communication of an idea expressing oneself in a different way other than just the typical vocal tones that we have and so as we're in this era or this time of, of less singing, I, I kind of started thinking about how is that affecting affecting us around us and, and thinking about all this. And I ended up stumbling across a, a super, super good TED Talk. And again, I'll link it down below. I'd highly recommend checking it out. And it's this woman who is from Australia talking about how she was getting all these people from different walks of life and how singing has dramatically changed their life and she lists off many examples i won't go through them all um but it's remarkable but the big thing out of that is that they have created a community a choir is a community this where people want to come together where you have to listen to other people you you have to make sure you're not you know, if you're singing a solo that you're singing loud and you're you're projecting and you're confident, but then when you're in the choir, making sure you're not overpowering, that you're blending, you're you're coning in on different parts to be able to make your part sing with others. Like what a company or any business where or anything where we're working together, what we want to be able to do: figuring out the components and the parts to work together and, and it, it's I think it's a great visual, a great representation and as we're in this this time where we get consumed with what we do and there just doesn't seem to be enough time, I wonder if singing would actually make us more efficient. I wonder if singing would make us happier and and, and make us more creative in a, in a positive manner to be able to express it and and show the ideas and different things that are, going through our heads. But from this, from this community that singing has, the other thing that kind of came up this week that I mentioned was freedoms of a Christian. And and it's by Martin Luther. If you don't know, I would argue it's one of his best pieces that he wrote. Uh, It's been fundamental for me with where my faith walk has gone and this the root of it and i think it's one of the things as a as a faith community we need to really work on the whole freedoms of a christian so freedom of a christian is described as an inner and outer person type of thing as luther describes it and so if you want to break it it's two steps first it's your relationship with god and then making sure that that relationship with god and that you're communicating back and forth and that you're communicating back and forth and it's from that communication at some point you should be filled up every day and so that then you're going out and you're sharing that love with others and from that sharing that love with others you should be getting love back from others and that you go back and then you talk to god about that and it's that sharing of ideas and the cycle continues which ties in so beautifully to this new commandment that we get here in john chapter 15 talking about that we should be loving one another that we should be caring about one another you know even going back to last week when i mentioned you know loving your brothers and sisters which came out of first john we we need to be doing these things we need to be making sure and the thing i think that's so important that we often miss is you can't do one without the other you can spend all day on your relationship between you and god but if you keep that just between you and god There's a point where you're not fulfilling the mission of what you've been told to do. And then we've been seeing that more and more in Acts with the boldness and and this faith that we should be stepping out. But in that, we should also be not just constantly, constantly just giving, giving, giving without making sure that you're doing some stuff. With just you and God, just you and God time to make sure that you're getting filled up. It's one of the things as not someone who's not a pastor in a congregation, I think about is how do our pastors get filled up? If our pastors are supposed to be filling up the congregation, what are we as a congregation doing or as lay leaders doing to help the pastor be filled up? And I think it's something as a church we need, an, and, and I just used a church as a simple example. But as a whole, as us in a community, what are we doing? Are we thinking about it that way? And that's where the choir, the singing metaphor, is so beautiful because when you sing, you can tell how people are feeling. You can hear when someone's sad. You can see it. You and that and that emotion comes out. When you're joyful, you'll you'll hear it. They'll, there's just in the music in the way they carry themselves they'll have that and as a community we can embrace both of those and work with both of those to make a beautiful song our life is a beautiful song it is a masterpiece but there's so often that we try to silence, I feel, the, the noises and the things around us and and we maybe shut up the beautiful no- music that we're trying to make together. How many times do we actually think of our work as music, as a song, as a masterpiece that we're creating with other people to do? As a church community, we should be looking at it that way. We're working together not only with our ch- the church that you're part of, but the churches around us, the churches nationwide, countrywide, worldwide. To make beautiful music. That means we need to understand and we need to contemplate. We need to care about one another. We need to be able to sing and express our feelings. Express what we're going through. That's what a church community should be doing. That's what a community should be doing. And in a world where I look at myself and look at the millennial group that I'm part of, we're looking for community. But I would also argue we don't know how to do community. And I would look at the church and that there's a lot of people who've experienced a lot of different things that I can't experience because they're gone. The time's gone. The things have changed. But there's a lot of experiences that people have that maybe I don't have that we could share with each other to make this beautiful music. And I would argue that as we work together and as we're expressing ourselves and as we're going out and sharing and then letting that love come back. I think we're going to find a lot of these things that I listed off earlier with the benefits of singing come back. Come back. So the Twitter question I guess I would be this week is how often do you sing? And is it something that you would like to increase? I know for me when I was in high school and in college, I was singing close to seven days a week. And I can't say that anymore. I know I was playing music from probably middle school through college almost seven days a week and I don't know if I can say that I know I can't say that anymore which is sad and it's one of these things that as I am finding and I'm trying to figure out where this podcast where so many things in in my life are going there's times where I need to stop and and listen to the music I need to stop I need to remember what's going on and I think for all of us as, as a community there's times where we can all relate to that feeling So are we, as a community, sitting back and actually listening to the music and making time for the music? Making time for the music. So I am thankful that you've tuned in and listened this far. I would say if you've listened this far, use the hashtag madeit in your Twitter response or email response, and I'd love to hear back from you. It helps me, guide me, direct how I can be able to make this a better podcast for all of you. If you're wanting to hear me and more of my singing stories, shoot me an email. If you want to hear more about me walking through the woods and different experiences I've had out there, email me. If you're wanting to hear how is it, you know, you have a specific question, email me, shoot me a tweet. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to see if I can make this so that's more applicable to you. So we'll end it as we always do. I pray God blesses you through your faith and amazes you through science. And remember to sing this week.